0: Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! (laughs) Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy lives. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys and welcome to the Happy Single Month podcast. I'm your host Khalifa. Today we have a wonderful lady from the UK. Her name is joyce Stefaniki. Um, her page is um, Joyous Journals and when I came across her page I loved it because it was so bright and vibrant and I love the fact that you you want to nourish mental health and I think that like given that we've just survived <laughs> the global pandemic, mental health is such a big thing that is um, that we need to focus on especially with the Mental Health Awareness Month that just went by as well. So the pure fact that your your um, page is vibrant, your page um like shines upon mental health and how important it is. I just wanted you to be on the Happy Single Moms podcast because a, a lot of single moms feel so isolated right now, um especially with a pandemic that we've just experienced. So please tell the audience a bit about yourself and, and as well as your page as well.
1: Hi, so I'm so so happy to be here. I just want to say I really, I really love your podcast. Oh, no. um, yeah, like I am a happy single mum most of the time, let's be honest, none of us are happy all of the time, um, and it's a journey, um, but I just love your positive attitude, and the guests that you have on are always so, um, well, just so varied and diverse, and they cover it all, right, and um, I'm, yeah, I've just really got a lot out of it, so thank you before I start talking about me um, and the journal. So yeah, um, The Joyous Journal, um, it's been a long time coming, to be honest, um, the truth is it's been a kind of idea uh, swirling around my head since about 2010. So yeah, a long time. I don't know if you've, there's a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She talks about ideas and how they kind of, if we're lucky, they stay with us. And I always feel very lucky that this idea stayed with me Mm -hmm. until I got the chance to work it up. But um, basically back in 2010, um, I was licking my wounds a little bit. I'd had a couple of um let's say perceived failures, but at the time what felt like very real failures, one of which was I was working in New York, I was 30, I kind of followed this dream and it all came crashing down and got made redundant and felt a bit miserable. I was 30 something, didn't know what I was going to do with my life and on a New Year's Eve party, um, after a few drinks, I had this great idea that I would do a joyous act every day for a year. So do something kind for someone else and kind for myself. So I did this blog in 2010, way before blogs were a thing. Um, I remember using this really clunky WordPress site and kind of just putting my you know, heart out there every day. Um, and what I realized actually after that full year um, was joy wasn't what I thought it was. Um, I had always been chasing the high, you know, looking for that big felt senses kick that told me I felt joyful. Mm. Um, And I realized throughout that year that actually, yes, that is joy, but also um, it is in the small things every single day. And and actually, joy comes to us if we keep. I always say, if you keep your heart and your eyes open, opportunities for joy and joy is there all the time. Okay, um, and basically, that year changed my philosophy um, of life really, and I kind of it really helped me um, uh, be a little bit more resilient and kind of just take things a little bit more in my stride. And it kind of helped me get back on my feet again, I guess, to be honest, and feel more myself. Um, But obviously, um, I didn't stay on that track and life, you know, changes, things change, things happen. I kind of got back on the gravy train, back into the corporate system, ended up becoming um, a single mother, uh, unexpectedly, but delightedly. Um, And I've been a lone parent since pregnancy. Um, So I kind of knew I was on my own from very early on. And for me it just became about the money it became about having a job to keep the career to make sure I could keep a roof over our heads and you know be the person and truthfully I thought it would be easy there was a part of me that was like child I'll just put him into childcare, and you know and then I'll go back to work and I'll love my job I'll you know I love my careers my career is who I am why wouldn't I continue to do well and I've got you know I earn a good living it's all good but actually when um came it was different my priorities changed Um, I realized that I didn't want to work in the same way in the same amount of hours tried everything I could to make it work but I also wanted to be I wanted to be a proud working single mother I didn't want to hide it there were a lot of women that I looked up to um, but most of them you know by their own admission missed out on a lot of their children's childhood because they had a career so how could I prove I had this mission in my heart how could I prove that I could have a career and be a good present single mother yeah. um, truthfully I, I, I don't think I really figured that out and it's certainly the corporate world wasn't the right place for me so I ended up redundant at the start of the pandemic in my two-bedroom flat in London with my three-year-old kid yeah. um, just feeling very very lost very very isolated as you said quite alone um, and I needed to find my joy again yeah And yeah, so that's so off the back of that, I ended up kind of coming back to this philosophy, which, as I said, has always kind of run through me. Um, And a very good friend of mine at the time really encouraged me to do the book. She actually has a company which has her own book, a book called *The uh, Color Chronicles, which is um, for kids. And it's wonderful, wonderful book. And she really encouraged me to do something on my own. So um, I did. And here we are now. The Joyous Journal exists. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Off the back of what you said in regards to trying to do something joyful, joyous for someone, how did you? So were you just seeking seeking people to help, or how did you actually? What's the ethos surrounding it? How did you meet someone to help? Or how,
1: yeah, just tell me. Explain how yeah how that worked. That is such a good question. So. You know, I mentioned that it was a New Year's Eve party and I'd yeah. uh, had a couple of drinks. So the <laughs> next morning, my yeah. friend at the time woke me up with she opened the curtains and she was like, um, do you remember what you said last night? You said you were going to do a blog. You said you were going to do a joyous act, something kind for you and someone else every day. Are you going to do it? And I was like really bleary eyed. And I said to her, I tell you what, if something presents itself to me mm-hmm. today, <laughs> that is easy. <laughs> that is a joyous act. That's a sign. And I'll do it mm-hmm. and she laughed and we laughed we had breakfast we went about our business and then I left her house I turned the corner out of her house and a chap came up to me it was like remember it's new year's day yeah. and he was holding a key we are in the middle of London and he says excuse me I've broken the key to my car I can't get into my car I need some money for the bus home oh. and I was like is this for real so <laughs> I gave <Yeah>. him <laughs> huh it's like
0: almost like a setup <laughs>
1: yeah totally my friend was laughing you know she was like this isn't for real you know anyway I gave him the money and that was the first joyous act and then it just developed from there just every day I I did some big things I went to you know I fed the homeless at at Christmas you know I gave out heart-shaped balloons in the middle of Birmingham on Valentine's Day so I did these big gestures but ultimately I realized that it was just really laughing with your friends or phoning your mum or um just being connected you're not listening.
0: the first you're not the first person i've heard um actually say that um there's a chap um motivational speaker although he's passed away and i called zig ziglar and yeah. he he um says that every day you should send a loved one a text message or tell someone that you love them or say something kind and if I I do it as well when people ask me how are you even if I'm not feeling particularly happy I always say I'm happy because uh, I feel like sometimes your mind needs to hear certain things just to reinforce the fact that all right even if I'm not happy I'm speaking that into existence kind of thing and I also saw a film called pay it forward so when you have yeah. you seen that movie yeah, yeah it's kind of like a ripple effect If you do something kind for exactly. someone it it, it kind of, um, yeah, it ripples it's like a domino kind of thing. So sure.
1: and let's not forget we're all energy, right? Yeah. We are all energy, so whatever we're putting out, you know, it, it's gonna come back. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, like for everybody, it's a collective. And I think what was really interesting when I started the journal and is different from the blog that I did then, and I think it's part of this whole single single motherhood journey I've been on to be honest, that has made the change for me, or the, the evolve, it's evolved. Um, and that is that, yes, kindness to others does that. And it's, it's really important. But back on this mental health, actually, it begins with kindness to yourself. Yes. yes. Because in that 10-year hiatus, you know, since doing that blog when I was a 30-something and I was carefree, of course, I could be kind to someone every day. That wasn't difficult to do. I had a job. I had money. I had freedom. I had friends. You know, in general terms, I was had, I had the life of Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back on it, I definitely had the life of Riley. <laughs> um but obviously it gets harder when you have other responsibilities and I absolutely neglected myself and to be honest I still do you mm-hmm. know I, I listened to someone I can't remember who it was the other day that said you write what you need and it's really weird how in putting the journal together and writing some of the, the um, some stuff in there, which so I kind of look into the psychology of kindness to self kind of self care, kindness to others, and then kindness to the planet, which are kind of the three sections of the book, uh, the journal. And I think when I was looking at all of that, ultimately, I just realized that I had to start with me first. And I'm I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at it I'm always at the bottom of my own list and until we figure that out looking after ourselves and that's not just taking the bath and being kind.
0: Sometimes I feel like self-care is kind of superficial like I I think that it's just having a glass of wine isn't necessarily self-care someone actually picking up my child for the weekend and me not having to clean and cook and iron for the week or me just actually doing something for myself without it surrounded my child is what is self-care but we've just made self-care just this word that yeah um like if you go to the corner shop or if you have a cup of tea that's self-care that's not actually self-care for me anyway self-care varies with different people but i don't find that self-care what about you
1: you are bang on hmm. you are bang on self-care is like hard yeah. it's doing the stuff you don't want to do mm. um you know we talk about the pandemic the pandemic was tough for me yeah. i did a lot of inner work and it was hard I had to look at some stuff I still do you know this is not easy for me there was a post someone posted yesterday saying you know self-care I've been really bad today I've only managed to go to the gym and 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 some gentle reading and I was like hell that's a brilliant day how is that a bad day a bad you know day, yeah Sometimes it's just, you know, having a shower, brushing your teeth on top of doing exactly, the job. Exactly. I and, think,
0: yeah, ultimately, see, being a single parent is really, really hard. And I think that we overestimate and underestimate the, the struggles and the, the, the work that we have to do. Like, um, I shared on my post recently that I, I um, did an anger management course because I, I've got really, really bad road rage, especially when you drive in London. Like, I just turn into this, just, Different person. So I identified that I actually had anger issues and I did the course. I don't necessarily think I'm cured from being an angry mummy, for example, but I think that within itself is some sort of self care. That if you identify that you have issues, if you go through therapy, if you know that you're attracting, for example, like a narcissist, because that's what everyone, that's the new in it, it word right now, a toxic guy. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you know, you're attracting like a toxic guy or, 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 or a narcissist, you actually are willing to do. The, the inner work is the better you are as a mother or what I found for myself that the happier I am the more content I am the better I can parent I can then parent within my personality I can then not be not having burnout I'm not saying just go to bed because I need just five minutes by myself like if you work on yourself you can parent better and I think ultimately that's what people are thinking having a warm bath is wonderful but how are you? How's your heart? How are you? How yeah. if you were your child, would you love, would you be happy? You know, and that's something I always think about with my son. Like, okay, would I be happy with me as a parent? What do I need to do? So even with you, like when you were going through your joyous stage, how have you managed to find joy as a single parent and doing it by yourself?
1: Do you know? I just love what you've just spoken about rage again. So I heard that podcast that you did. And uh, <laughs> the reason I listened to it is because it's really um, real for me mm-hmm. and one of the hardest things about being a single parent for me is when I might lose my temper or just get to the end you know like yes 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 and then it will I'll have a very quick switch yeah. um, and I loathe myself for it I beat myself up for it and you know part of the problem is carrying the guilt for that because that then co- goes on to my son and I kind of veer between am I over-parenting, what's wrong with me, you know, all of that stuff and actually you talked about therapy, I actually went back into therapy during very open, um, we're all friends here right, yes. um, I went into therapy during lockdown because it was just really difficult and um, it looks like in my personal situation that it turns out I might have ADHD. Oh. I know which is like has, it was a whole podcast in itself but the interesting thing about it is it's all about the emotional regulation so where does that rage come from you know why is it you're struggling in that capacity where is the mindfulness where are you yeah. um, and it's not this awful kind of ADHD or scary thing that it seems to be like you know that we hear but it is actually some work I've had to do on myself to understand myself and if I hadn't looked at that if I hadn't asked those questions my son would not benefit from the learnings that I'm learning about myself yeah okay and um you know we talk about being a single parent how have I found happiness because I have because I do this because I try and figure out what's going on some people say too much um but it's really important to me and journaling the reason why a journal is a tool that I've now created is because it's a place where you can be honest with yourself
0: yeah you know I I I was actually gonna ask that why is journaling so important
1: yeah, it's a place where you can be honest with yourself. These you don't want to I've had to think, you know, have I got ADHD? Oh my God, I've gone through that whole process. Who am I talking to about that? Especially in the pandemic in lockdown. Who am I talking to about these big things? Who are all of us as single parents sat at home talking to about? it? so, you know, the last thing we want to do is take that worry directly or not to our children. But it's so hard yeah it's so hard so there's only so many times you can say to your friends I'm still worrying about this you don't want to be that person you know so what happens is the journal gives you a space it gives you a space to process those thoughts like I'm an external processor I I, I have to talk things through before I've even figured out what my my answer is sometimes um, and the page just gives you that opportunity yeah um, one of the things that is different about this journal though to other journals and I'm really keen to see how people are going to respond to it is that a lot of the journals on the market are kind of very structured. Okay. You know, they have tick boxes, write your three gratitudes a day. Or, I mean, I thought about that. Should I be doing, you know, log your joyous, you know, um, feelings, actions, whatever. And actually I realized for me, a journal is much more about space to get into flow and be honest mm. and ask these difficult questions. So you want space to write. Mm. Um, you want to be able to not be interrupted and, and, and not be shamed. When you pick up your journal three days later and you haven't ticked the boxes Mm -hmm. or you haven't completed your three days and you're halfway through your journal and you feel terrible. I didn't finish it. I didn't do it right. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no right or wrong way to do a journal. It's a tool and it's um, yeah, it's I find it incredibly helpful, you know, even just for time management as well. Writing lists, you know, my journal is full of lists, heartfelt feelings, moments, you know, quotes that inspire me, doodles, the whole lot um so yeah I've I've tried to create a space that does that but in an uplifting way
0: yeah no I think journaling is is so therapeutic it's um something that I I do on and off and I remember when I was tidying up my um loft and I actually found the journal that I had when I was pregnant and looking back because my son's 10 years old now and looking back at myself in regards to I was some of the things that I was writing I was so broken because I was I was um like um Single throughout my pregnancy or yeah so single mom at conception that's what I meant to say single mom at, at conception and I just was saying to myself like I don't know how I'm going to do this I'm not equipped I'm starting my master's I even wrote down that okay I booked an appointment for termination um in the journal mm-hmm. just yeah. when I looked back and I read like how broken I was in comparison to where I'm at now it is so refreshing to see because we never really see like our our growth yeah we never see we just just twaddle along with with time and yeah oftentimes I don't like when people say oh you're so strong but when I look back on my journal and I saw the broken hearted woman that I was before in comparison to now I'm like okay fine I will take that I will actually take that yes I am strong I did do this I did pick myself I did pick my child and yeah like I just I it's just I feel like everyone needs we all need to journal just to jot it our emotions down and it teaches you how to process your emotions as well yeah yeah
1: yeah I mean look the scientific benefits of journaling are like There are so many, everything from improving your memory, improving your mood, there's been studies, oh, and I'm tested, I think there's a Dutch study that talks about your um, physical wounds will even heal quicker. I mean, there are studies, seriously, um, let me check on where that one was. It's a European study. I just read it actually when I was putting the book together. But, you know, reducing stress, reducing anxiety, all of that stuff is just it's, it's proven and it's, it's there. Um, it doesn't say that you have to do it every day. You know, what the science says is that if you're working through something and you choose to do it for a three or four day period, it will help you process and you will be able to, you know, uh, you know, take the next steps. If you like, it will reduce that anxiety. You don't have to do it every day. Um, I've been the same as you. I've come to and from it, and I lean on it when I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as a single parent, it's definitely a tool that I rely on. Um, and I feel like we need somewhere where we can be. I know I've said this before. Sorry, I'm, I'm repeating myself. But we need somewhere where we can be really honest with ourselves, yeah. um, because we're all trying to make. You know, we're we're all cracking on, trying to make it work. And actually, when we see, as you said, you you show where you've come from. You see the strength and what we learn is actually, there's nothing to be afraid of. Because when you look back on your journals, we've all been through it a million times. You know, we've all had the struggle and we've all come through the other side. And it doesn't feel like it in that moment, whether that's a challenging week. Sorry. (laughs) Whether that's a challenging week or a challenging... (laughs) That was my dog. I apologise. Whether it's a challenging week or a challenging year, you know, the truth is we can handle it. And when you look back over your journals, you, you do feel strong because you feel like it, it's evidence there of everything you've come mm-hmm. through and the things you've learned. And you spot patterns as well, which mm-hmm. is a really good way of kind of yeah. finding out what you need to work on. So speaking about the Joyous Journal, when is it out? Da, da, da. Well, it's on pre-order now. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's on pre-order now. You can go to the, well, you can go to the pre-order site and buy it. Um, and then it will be delivered in your hands in the first week of November. Yeah. Um, so, so how, yeah. How long was the actual process?
0: Because I know you said you, you, you came up with the idea in 2010. Um yeah. So you're working you working on it throughout the pandemic, I'm assuming. So
1: how long was no. Oh, okay. to be fair, I was thinking about it during the pandemic. But it wasn't until, so I mentioned, um um the friend that I worked with who has a book uh, who was really encouraging for me to do it yeah. and it was a contract so actually I was in at the end of the pandemic I was starting to interview again for jobs I was working on this contract with her and um <laughs> I interviewed for a job in you know back in a, I worked in ad agency so back in agency and I realized during this interview the pandemic I think gave me enough time to slow down that I don't I couldn't go back and I was talking myself out of this really good interview this job that I really needed um that you know all the alarm bells were going off and my instinct was just telling me you really don't want this job and I ended up literally in the interview kind of saying oh I'm just not sure I don't really know if I want to let you down and this guy was like I really think you could do this you know because we we kind of knew each other from a previous role and I I just couldn't couldn't do it and that said right you have now you have to do something Okay. so I sat down then and um wrote it in about four weeks five weeks Wow! just got into it just sat like through July I think I finished it in the, the July and then since then I've been doing the production and the creative and kind of getting it all together and the infrastructure so that I can sell it and the, the um you know Instagram and all that stuff that so all- <laughs> incredible four weeks <Always. laughs> yeah I think I did yeah it's but so it, to be fair when you see it it's you know it's a journal there's a there's, and I've been thinking about it for a long time so um a lot of it was just pouring out of me I really felt like I was in flow when I was writing it you know but then you know it's it's the journal there's a lot there's a lot of it's for you it's it's not it's not a book that I've written it's a book that you're going to write you know whoever whoever uses it is going to write it their story.
0: So what advice would you give to someone listening like a single mum for example that has a, an idea for a journal so what what advice would you give someone who wants to a- Yeah, pursue that. Like what are the struggles that you faced, um, things you wish you knew
1: earlier? Oh, do you know what, ask for help um, and just do it. I know that sounds such a cliche, but like I have no idea if this is gonna work. You know, we we could talk in years time and be like, this is amazing. Or, you know, we could catch up in a year's time and I'm back in the rat race and we're dealing with those challenges. Who knows? Um, But I feel like I am where I'm meant to be. And I feel like I followed my heart. I took I have made this is this feels like really irresponsible advice. So it's not advice. But I feel like if you follow your heart, even if it goes against what your head says, you know, and you trust that intuition and you make time to listen to your intuition, you will end up on a path. That fills you with joy, um, which is exactly what's happened for me. And if it is your destiny to do a journal or to do, you know, whatever it is, that's just that little idea that you've carried with you for so long. Now is the time to do it. You know, we've got all the channels available to us on social to get started and try and find our people. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, just just have have some find find some courage. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself you can do it. Can do it.
0: Yeah, like that advert, that feminist advert. You can do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, really, yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. You've got to you got to believe it and have a go, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm having a go. And yeah. I love, I really am, I'm really proud of it. So I hope that people respond well to it.
0: Absolutely awesome. So what advice would you give someone who wants to be more mindful um, in 2021 right now?
1: Okay, so I guess someone who wants to be more mindful, I would say really ask why mm. you want to be mindful. Um because there's going to be work that comes with it potentially I mean I did in May I decided to do Me Time May which was just before this this that kind of triggered the writing of the journal and I just took five minutes every day that's all it was and I did it on Instagram in my stories and it was classic self-care stuff it was having a bath in the evening it was paying attention to the flowers when I was walking the dog you know it was really small things just five minutes a day and it made a huge impact. Mm. So I just think start slow, choose the tools that are right for you. Because whilst I'm a huge advocate of journaling, um, I hate the word should, you know, mm. there are so many tools out there. So I don't know if you got, if you're into meditation, right? For years I've done meditation. I've tried it. I've done, you know, weekends here and this, that, and the other, and I've always loved it. But recently I did a breath work session. I don't know if you've ever come across breathwork. No, I
0: do deep breathing, but I've never, I've never heard of breath work.
1: This was amazing. I will send you the link. The lady's called Alex Bottomley, who, um, that I did mine with. It was one session, and I'm telling you, I got into a meditative state faster than I have ever done, ever. And I realised, ah, this is a tool that really is working for me more easily than another one I've been bashing my head against for so long. So my advice is obviously, you know, go buy the Joyce Journal. <laughs> it will help you. Yes. <laughs> but really it's find whatever is the best way for you so whether that's five minutes and holding yourself accountable on Instagram by posting it on a story every day or whether it's you know something bigger um ultimately just find the right tools for you yes. because that's what um, this isn't on the
0: list but I just wanted to find out from you what have you learned about yourself since you've become a single parent
1: oh <gasps> my goodness <that laughs> aren't our kids like the best teachers
0: by all means yes Yes, then I yeah, just I I cannot in my the thing is I can't in I can't remember like how life was before I had my son. I know it sounds so weird because it's only been around for 10 years. (laughs) But yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like a little mini, mini part of me. And I learn all the time. I learn about myself, I learn about what kind of parent I I I want to be. I parent within my personality. And I also learned that I I love him unconditionally, you know. Like mm. he teaches me how to love, and it's also he's kind of like the anchor towards what I. If I didn't have him, I don't know where I'd be right now. He's been the anchor towards my future and the decisions I've made. Because I used to work like you, um, I was working in a job that I hate. I was I was working in the Ministry of Justice for ten years, and then you I went law for, degree, didn't you? Yeah, law degree. Yeah. Me too. And, yeah, I hated it because I'm Nigerian. Me too. so Yeah, I'm not because I'm, I'm Nigerians. So we as we have two options in life, we either study law, or we either become a doctor, so those are the two choices you have in life, so then I went down the law route, I absolutely hated it, I worked for the Ministry of Justice for 10 years, hated that, used to cry every day when I'd be driving to work, and then I went for social services for another four years, and I hated that, so um, yeah, I just, if not for the fact that he, I had him, I wouldn't have been bold enough to say, do you know what? I don't want to do this. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to leave it, live it unapologetically. And I want to be that example that mom can do this, you know? yeah yeah, I've I've done it. I've I've done it ever since. So I
1: think that's it. I think you've hit the nail on the head though when you've talked about um it's about self-discovery. So the truth for me is I am on a journey of self-discovery even now. I've written this journal. It doesn't mean I know myself. It means I know I really need to do more work on that. And the reason I know that is because I am so hyper aware that I want my son to be able to be himself. And I think, you know, without criticizing the life I've had, I've had an amazing life and I'm a very fortunate person. I can't, I can't not, you know, concur to all of that. At the same time, I have always been trying to put a square peg in a round hole, Mm. you know, and I don't want my son to grow up feeling like he has to fit in a round hole if he's a square peg. And the only way I'm going to help him do finding my square hole if that makes sense yeah. that's a really weird analogy no, no, come on, come on. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling and I feel like the thing as well I'd wonder if other single mums feel this way but it's it's maybe this is part of my personality but it's the shadow work the shadow work is a phrase that I've recently heard from a coach uh called Pandora Paloma who I follow and have done a lot of her free kind of, and actually some of her shorter courses, but the shadow work, the idea of kind of looking at those negative parts of our character, or perceived as negative parts of our character and accepting that they are there, they will always be there and we have to embrace them and understand them. Mm. And that for me has been the hardest part and the part I'm I'm still spending a lot of time working on because I don't want to project that shame into my child. I want him to understand that we all, we are all everything if that makes yeah, sense
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah you're so right
1: been going past the shadow work yeah
0: yeah okay so where can people find you on social media where can they purchase the book where can they get <laughs> some of your
1: energy <laughs> <laughs> okay so my energy comes from mint tea and too much chocolate <laughs> Uh, <laughs> without a doubt, um, and the book, the book, the journal can be found. Um, so my Instagram is at joyousax. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. My website is, uh, or the the place where you can buy the journal is at um And so yeah, I'm on pre order now. I would love to. Oh, and you guys can have a code. Um, so I have a discount code for your listeners, which will be available till the end of the month, and it is joyous ten
0: joyous 10 all right guys can you hear that joyous 10 make sure you go and get the book you've been absolutely amazing i love your dog by the way She's so cute
1: this <laughs> is star say hi he he made his impact
0: <laughs> oh crikey my son wants one so badly but um when we move i really want to leave london so i'll told him that um yeah when we move i'll, I'll get him a little little pug I like pugs
1: (laughs) oh that's so cute well Khalifa let me give you some advice I if you don't mind I'm not unsolicited but I um I got this for my son he literally thought he was a dog until he was about five he's five now so I bought this for his birthday present thinking that the dog would keep him company and be his fairy brother and sleep in his bedroom and like they would be best friends I've basically brought a sibling into the house that now my I'm dealing with like jealousy so let me know when you buy it and I'll give you all the tips that I didn't hear before I got this dog to make sure that, that yes, transition is yes. <laughs> yeah, it's funny cool
0: it's all- oh it's my good. gosh but yeah you've been so refreshing um and I like I said earlier I love your energy and I make I'm going to make sure I purchase the journal because yeah we need this we absolutely need more joy we need more understanding of who we are for um to be able to parent better and I yeah. always tell people that um no one is 100 percent perfect we, no one's a perfect parent if people were we would have all these therapists you know so <laughs> they'll yeah. be out of work so you just have to try and parent within your personality do the inner work for yourself so even when you do present yourself as broken towards your children they will understand that my parent wasn't perfect but they tried with the best the, with, the re, with the resources that they had you know so yeah just Absolutely enjoy human.
1: life. Yeah. we're all human right
0: Yeah, let's let's give ourselves permission to be human. Exactly, and embrace joy. I read somewhere that it takes more energy in your facial muscles to frown than it is to smile you know oh I love that yeah so it's a choice i i often the same way with love love is a choice understanding is a choice anger is a choice oftentimes we just act like oh we're just falling in love but in actual fact in life everything's a choice and joy also like you displayed to us you were joyful for a year and sometimes it was difficult <laughs> sometimes it was easy that ultimately is also a choice. So pick joy, guys. Pick joy.
1: Yeah, choose joy. <laughs> Thanks, Khalifa. I have really loved this. Thanks. Thanks. It's been awesome. It's been refreshing. Lots of love. We'll speak yeah. soon. Bye. <laughs> Take care. I Thank you, love my you. darling. All right. Appreciate the time. Take Bye care. More. Take care. Bye. Bye.